0: Okay, seriously, Gumag Angler? Really? Good evening and welcome to episode 98 of Board of Notions. I'm your host, Chris. With me
1: tonight, both of the regular hosts. First of all, it's... Okay, so Travis is here, whatever, no one cares about that. There's like super big news that we need to talk about. Uh, After years and years of slugging away without any reward or merit, merit or recognition, finally something huge happened. Did you poop? No, calm down
0: KYT played on the proto
1: <sighs> No, again, what is wrong with you guys? Quiet, let me finish the story So anyways, after tons of hard work It finally came to fruition We were able to deport Lansdell
2: Ah, yeah the, Canadi-
1: the Canadian government finally accepted my motion We're deporting Lansdell uh, as per Canadian customs, when someone is deported, we put them on an ice floe with the Tim Hortons franchise and send them on their merry way.
0: And I ended up in
2: Roanoke.
1: Well, birthplace
2: <laughs> of the Confederacy,
1: Chris. <laughs> is that actually what that is? I'm just
0: right now. I'm just playing it off as a suntan. I don't know how long that's going to last, though.
1: Oh come on! How is okay? I'm think i like 0 for 12 on roll up the rims. How is it that this stupid person on my Facebook wall is 7 for 10?
2: Uh, And what?
1: Roll up the rim. Uh, When you go to Tim Hortons, you buy and you get a coffee cup.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: You can roll up the rim of the coffee cup and sometimes there's prizes.
0: No, there aren't. It's all a myth. (laughs) I'm I'm 1 for 8, so.
1: At at least uh, I've never even seen a prize, so, you know.
2: I only get Tim Hortons like once a
0: year or so. Well, the coffee is the real prize Okay, I
1: don't drink coffee So none of this is helpful to me You I mean, heathen, the donut
0: holes are the real prize They're called Timbits, you absolute yes, heathen
1: Seriously God I, anyway. I, looks, Like, you're American, you have Dunkin' Donuts They're called Munchkins at Dunkin' Donuts
0: I don't have a Dunkin' Donuts anymore wait, was... What? You eat Munchkins in the US? <laughs> Dude I thought eating Tim's Bits was weird Oh wait, it is
2: Oh, I have a Buskin Bakery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, how did you have a Buskin Bakery? Come on down, we got grits.
2: Please. Now you know, real you realize disparaging grits is a murder-worthy <laughs> offense in certain parts of America, right?
0: So they, they do have grits, right? That no, they just, don't.
2: It's Just a bakery. Why would a bakery have grits? I don't Eat.
0: actually know what
2: grits are. <sighs>
0: is it like cream of It's like
2: me I don't know what poutine is that crap you guys all rave about.
0: Well that's just sad really. I mean I'm it's really suppri-
1: I'm really surprised like if it wasn't for the fact that you know it's from Quebec which is a French place it would be America's national dish.
0: I'm pretty sure you're right.
1: Like if you think the KFC double down is artery clogging heart attack inducing and of true representation of America well this is even more.
0: You need to go to La Banquise, and you need to order one of their giant poutines. Get the uh, is, th- what's the one with like the bacon and the sausage and the ground beef and everything else on it? T Rex. That's the one. It's
1: named after a dinosaur. It's like... named after KYT. Uh,
0: See, I am just going to stick to biscuits and gravy as my breakfast food of choice. I mean, I, I will admit biscuits. Okay, are actually, damn good.
1: I need I need to interrupt you guys for a second because I was mocked at work. Last week? You could just add the sentence right there. But yeah, really, for, for, for a specific reason. Okay. Have you guys never had Pop-Tarts for breakfast? Um,
0: uh, multiple times? times?
1: Cause like, to me, Pop-Tarts are breakfast food.
0: well, they were meant to be. They're now a snack.
1: Right, but. So are still
2: primarily a breakfast food.
1: Agree. So I, I was having Pop-Tarts for breakfast, and someone was like, uh, what are you doing? Like, I'm having breakfast. And they're like, Pop-Tarts aren't for breakfast. I was like, what do you mean Pop-Tarts aren't for breakfast? Of course, Pop-Tarts are for breakfast. When else are you supposed to eat them? Like, well, it's a snack for no. like later in the day. No. So I was like being mocked for having Pop-Tarts for breakfast. And I was like, I, I don't understand. Like, I've been having Pop-Tarts since I was like three for breakfast, and this
2: has never come up.
0: You know what I would mock you for? The rules of
2: food combat say you're allowed to punch them in the
0: face the next time you see them. You know what I would mock you for? Playing gum egg angler at the pro tour. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. That was hilarious. He went 05. He of went course o- he went o- 05. That one. Of course he went 05. The but card is awful.
0: How do you play Gumag Angler instead of Tombstalker? Tassiger? Well, he had Tassiker in there. But how do you play Gurmag Angler over Tombstalker?
1: Well, it's an extra
2: black mana. He wants to cast it for one mana. That's it.
0: But... The, is the upside really worth it? Like, oh my... I, I don't...
2: What
1: upside? Tombstarker has flying. As That's, far as I know, Gurmag Angler has nothing.
0: The upside of being able to cast it for one mana.
1: Oh, yeah. it's uh,
0: Like, at that point,
1: if you're casting a Gurmag Angler for one mana, you have more than enough mana in play to cast a
2: Tombstarker.
0: I, I love Patrick Chapin. He's my hero. Just know. Just Just know. No, but
2: we, we, we can't all agree though that the Taysagar was the
0: right call. Oh god, yeah, that card, is, that card is the real deal. That card is bananas. No, thank you. Is that joke still funny?
1: What, task you're eating bananas?
0: It being bananas. You can play it in Jund, well. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I don't know if you're aware of this, right? But on stream at the Pro Tour, Yuki Ishikawa was playing Jund.
0: Uh huh. Did he top eight?
1: No but I'm not sure if this was br- this was brought to your attention or not
0: uh, multiple times by who uh, sounds jackas's oh. name will person must be a genius uh, he's the ass part So let's look at the the results in the Pro Tour and the scary fact that half of the top 16 were made up of burn and infect. How do we feel about this right now?
1: Half of the top 16 yeah I clearly didn't see what nine through 16 is.
2: But on one hand, there we there. can't really do a lot with it because this is the first big tournament since the banning, so, I mean, we have to give everybody a chance to adjust to the format. But on the other hand, I mean, especially with Burn, I mean, if you want to be Burn, you're going to beat Burn. You
1: just right. have to, so who else is on board the let's unban, like, more cards, including Glimpse of Nature train?
2: Uh, no. Uh, yeah, if Glimpse of Nature got in ban you'd, um, yeah, I'd probably pass out from the sudden blood rush. Lower
0: yeah, well,
1: you, were, you were passing out from the sun and blood rush while watching the Splinter Twin Mirror match, which was eight. so amazing.
0: I Okay, I love the Pro Tour. I will miss most things to watch the, the top eight day of the Pro Tour. I left the house and went grocery shopping after the first final because there's no way I could force myself to watch a Twin Mirror.
1: Actually, I didn't watch day one of Modern. Like I, I saw bits of it on like social media, but I didn't actually watch day one because the first one I was at work; and I was supposed to be working. But two, uh, the first modern match that they showed was a burn mirror.
0: I'd rather watch that than a twin mirror.
1: It doesn't matter. I was still like, nope, I'm out of here
2: later. You know, I have been saying for almost a year that twin is one of the bigger problems in modern, even if it's not winning that it warps the
0: format. I don't agree at all.
2: I I think it's... I think it is the worst deck they've allowed to exist since, you know... It won the very first Modern Pro Tour. It sucks from since then.
1: Uh, I think you have to be pretty ballsy to play a deck that just dies to abrupt decay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a good deck. It's a powerful deck. It can win out of nowhere. It is not remotely close to warping the format.
2: I disagree, because every single deck in the format has to have an instant way to deal with creatures by turn three or four.
0: That's no different than every single deck in the format having to have life gain in the board to deal with burn.
2: Well, you don't have to have life gain to deal with the burn. You erase it.
0: How do you race a deck that for every land can do three to you?
2: Uh,
1: you, deal you kill them on turn two with Infect?
2: Or, yeah, or uh, you go off and play... From uh, Evil Titan on turn two. And give it Haste and Double Strike.
1: Man, I so wanted that deck to win.
0: Yeah, me too. If only because I didn't want the twin deck to win. I wouldn't have minded twin winning if Yelga was playing.
1: Uh, no, I so wanted the blue deck to win.
0: Yes, yeah, definitely. But I wouldn't have been so... Like, I'm fed up with people winning the Pro Tour when they, they aren't known players and then disappearing. You know? What? Or, Look at look at how good uh, Junye Yanaga's career has done since he won Worlds. Right, that guy's just all over the place right now. Why does that bother you? Because I like name players winning. It it goes. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird.
2: It's not that you're weird, but I mean, like that they can. I mean, they even brought this up in coverage. You need to stop looking at who wins and instead look at like, the top 32. Oh, but I like, agree. The fact that Finkel is in the top 16 again.
0: And so is Cuneo in the top, top Let's top see. Top see, that,
1: that that annoyed me because I really wanted Finkel. I was like, come on, Finkel, top 8. Like, yeah. Come on, Finkel, top 8. And then he didn't, and I was like, you're a
0: disappointment. I was hoping. Uh, there was a, a point where it looked like Finkel and Sam Black could, could both top 8. Yes, that, so that would have Probably
2: would have if he hit, didn't, you know. Uh, Offer the draw to his uh, best friend and roommate.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you kind of have to there, don't you? His best friend and roommate gave him the deck.
1: I 100% would agree with the draw there.
2: I would probably draw there, but at the same time, uh, it's such a painful draw. Yeah,
1: but then you play it and you knock your buddy out or your buddy knocks you out.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, round 16, it's a no-brainer. I mean, there's
2: no hands. way to win that argument.
0: Yeah, every, uh, every, every possible
1: scenario. There is. I'm right and you're wrong. Like drawing, I'm gonna sing the I was right song.
2: I'm rubber and you're glue. Oh, for shit's sake.
1: I was right and you were wrong. I'm gonna sing the I was right song. I was right and you were wrong. I'm gonna hey, sing Will. the I was right
0: song. Well, you know what I was what? right about?
1: Like my vocal silence? Your sister
0: being hot. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I'm still. I still haven't looked up a
2: picture of Will's sister.
1: There was no Gorio's Vengeance decks.
2: That anywhere. surprises me. And there there it's no not like graveyard decks. Because Dredgevine, I think, is legit. Were people but,
0: just afraid that there would be a load of graveyard hate? I wonder.
1: Well, so here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing, right? Not only were there no graveyard decks, there was no graveyard hate. Yeah. Like look at the look at the top eight. Seth Madfield, no graveyard hate. Eric Frolik. No Graveyard Hate uh, The Splinter's One deck has
0: Had Relics, didn't it?
1: Nope At least not the one that won Cross, Spells, Grudge, Threads, Shatterstorm, Anger Pyroclasm, Flame no Yoger had Uh, nope. Like, none of them Justin Cohen, is, there's a sideboard To this deck uh, Yeah, none of them include Graveyard Hate
0: Really? He JD didn't even Eagles. run the Miser's bug.
1: Uh oh, that's maybe in the main deck. Uh Nope, no Bajuka Bog in the main deck.
2: It seems like a gimme.
0: This would like, have been a great time zero...
2: for a good dedicated graveyard deck. Yeah. I mean there's there's no problem putting bengevines in the play turn two and three, multiple bench and at the same time playing Tasiger. Tasiger. That guy. Mr. I, Banana Hammock.
0: Yeah, him. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure like the The desire to play a graveyard deck has to be tempered by the fact that modern has so much powerful graveyard hate. When you, you look at Relic and Rest in Peace, both being legal and played heavily in a lot of sideboards, you know, it's it's hard to to justify playing a deck that just folds to that.
2: Especially Rest in Peace. I mean, why did they print that card?
0: Well, we know why. Because otherwise, graveyard decks would be dominating modern. <laughs>
2: Relic Progenitus was fine. I don't think so. I mean, Rest in Peace destroys Graveyard decks on both fronts. It's just... I mean, it's like if every deck was black and they printed Karma at two mana. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, I mean, you do have to be in white to play it.
2: In Modern, that's not exactly hard.
0: No. And it just furthers the, uh, the stereotype of Modern having... Like, White having all the best sideboard cards in mod.
2: It does. Has all the best hate cards overall. Yeah. Except choke. Choke is a good hate card.
0: Actually, so is Boyle if you can resolve it.
2: This destroys all islands, right?
0: Yeah. Also, hibernation is, a, is legal in mod, I don't know if you know this.
1: I do. Okay, so technically I was wrong. I mean, Scavenging Ooze is kind of Graveyard Hate.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, Scavenging Ooze, that could be why, because all of the junk decks would have been on that, right?
1: Yeah, but even then, I mean, like, Frolic's deck had... Two. Two of them? Uh, no, no. Jacob Wilson's deck had... none? So, yeah. And then Jesse Hampton had... Uh, two, one on the sideboard, so three. So, there's some scavenging users lying around, but if you want, like, cards extremely dedicated for graveyard hate, which would be Relic of Progenitus, there are as many copies of that as there are copies of Feed the Clan in the top eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, scavenging users isn't even that great, because that deck, the, the Goyo's Vengeance deck, can just go turn one Pithing Needle, and still go off turn two.
1: Well, I mean, like to go off to have scavenging was active on turn two, you need manadork ooze. Right. So I mean, even then, like it's not really dedicated graveyard hate. I guess the, I guess you have Tassiger, which is dedicated graveyard hate against your own graveyard, but
2: seems loose. Not sure oh, that st- counts. Seeing Tassiger come down in the uh, top eight, it just absolutely crushed Relic.
0: Uh, he I'll played see. it so well, though. Like, he survived so long with that Tassiger on the board, and he came close to winning that. Game. Oh, the
2: game—the game where Tass- Tassiger came down and beat Froelich.
0: Yeah, I know. It won the game for him, but it, it took a long time to do so because he kept recurring those useless Abrupt Decay, right? Oh no, that was against Cullen. Never mind.
2: No, he came down and he left the land in his graveyard and took out everything else. Yeah, which I don't think a lot of people would have thought to do. Man's so awesome. it ensured that he got back to Thoughtseize to get uh, Matterskull out of Frolic's hand.
0: There were some sweet plays to that was that such 8.
2: a good play, yeah.
0: So that uh, that Wilted Liege, or Wiltleaf Liege deck, I don't think people are assessing it correctly. I think it's the latest in a long line of strong decks built for a Protor meta that don't necessarily translate to your FNM meta or your PTQ or whatever it is. Right. It's
2: designed to absolutely crush Liliana decks.
1: Yeah, so what you're saying is people should never play this deck. And then, especially not against me, because I won't be playing Jund with Liliana's.
2: But you know what deck or card in that deck is awesome and should see a whole lot more play?
0: Splendid. Gavity
2: t- Township.
0: Oh, yeah, that card's amazing.
2: It won so many games over the weekend.
1: Did it? It doesn't deal damage.
2: Oh yes, it dealt a crap ton of damage. How? With creatures.
1: Uh, so what you're saying is the creatures won the game?
0: Nope. I, I, actually, no. The um, <coughs> the player won the game. If you want to nitpick, I'll good get point.
1: To with you. So Gavney Township won zero games of magic, just get like you in any given tournament. Ah, booyah!
0: That's one bad thing about Jund is you don't get Gavney Township.
1: Yeah, but instead you get Jund and Lightning Bolt, and just winning.
0: Except Jund didn't win.
1: Jund always wins.
0: Okay. What do we? What do we? Oh, oh, you know what else we didn't see on camera much? I think Tron. I saw it once all weekend. Ugentron. We didn't see Tron. Yeah, but I was thinking Affinity.
2: Yeah, there's a few. Only time I remember Affinity. seeing it is when it crushed Chapin, when he drew the. Um... Okay. okay one turn too late.
1: Travis, you could build a deck with your favorite cards, including like Aurelius, Aurelius Fury, Fury, and you would tr- crush Patrick Chapin because that deck had Gurmag Angler in
0: it. <laughs> I still don't understand. I just like people look at a deck and see Chapin's name by it and assume it's genius because Chapin. And I'm like, he's playing Gurmag Angler. He must have some serious testing behind this. I think he might just have decided, you know what, I'm going to troll the Pro Tour.
1: I mean, he did win a PT a while back. So at this point, he's like, eh, whatever, I'm done.
0: I just, I don't, I don't understand. I honestly don't understand. But hey. Yeah, there was was very little affinity. There was hardly any Tron on camera, which seems like it would have done really nicely in a, in a meta full of absent decks
2: yeah it would have been crushed by um, burn and infect
0: yeah infect here's the problem if infect and burn are the two aggro decks it makes them very hard to fight because the easiest way to fight burn is life gain right right how does that help you yes. against infect
1: uh, you play leeches
0: Not in stand, not in modern you don't
1: I hate Infect. Like... Me too. So dumb.
0: No. But th- there's no... The only
1: actually... Well, I mentioned this last week. The the way to the fight Infect was Crackling Doom.
2: That or you just block every single creature every single time and pray they don't draw the Rancor.
1: Uh It's not... Actually, the tech isn't Rancor. Like, I tested this. I didn't want to mention it on the last cast, but I tested uh, it with KYT and... uh it seems that the uh, Pantheon deck came up with the same thing as they were playing um, Distortion Strike. Yeah. As opposed to Rancor.
0: I don't care if you block. You can't block.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Oh, and next That's... turn you you ain't blocking that either.
1: I mean, it doesn't work fantastic with Inkmoth Nexus, but whatever.
2: So in that case, you just hope they don't have the Vines of Atsul so and go for removal.
0: Yeah, Vines of Osward is another freaky card because in the mirror, it's actually a counter spell.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a very odd. For those people who don't know, it doesn't say target creature gains hexproof. It's a much different wording that can just screw up your opponents.
0: Yes.
2: Well, you know what this means the format is just ripe for, right?
1: Jund? Yes, Travis, we know.
2: A Laugh gained Fog deck.
1: Um. I'm pretty sure you meant to say Jund, but you mispronounced pronounced it and said
0: stupid. <laughs> you know, I've actually been thinking that Maze's End might be playable in Modern. Uh,
2: I'm just thinking, you know, Baby Jace would be fine. Along
0: with Kiora. Baby Jace dies to Abrupt Decay. Just, I, I, I just want a Maze's End with Corsair Crufix and Explore and Amulet of Vigor and just go nuts. Like, admit it. Amulet plus Maze's End is the hotness.
1: Uh, No. I'm pretty sure playing a Turn 2 Primeval Titan is slightly better.
0: Yeah, but we saw how, uh, how that can go badly.
1: Yes, well, it has a very terrible matchup against Splinter Twin. Against Which is,
0: Blood Moon, essentially.
1: Eh. It's against Splinter's one.
0: One thing I don't get, and I've never played the deck, why didn't he bring in Worm Coil Engine against the Blood Moon decks?
1: I... Because the Blood Moon decks are Splinter's one decks, so if you're tapping out against that, then you just lose.
0: Right, but... Why? Warps the format! No, it doesn't. Shut up.
1: Speaking of which, the uh, GP Vancouver the playmat came out as Fire X and Metamorph, and I'm really disappointed because I want a Blood Moon deck, or I want a Blood Moon playmat.
0: That would look pretty sweet. A Blood like Moon, if Blood there's
1: Moon. a play, if there is a GP that has a Blood Moon playmat, I may fly to it, regardless of
0: where it is. Maybe. Uh, well, there's not many modern GPS, but anyway. Have you
2: seen the uh, GP Memphis playmat? Yes. This event
0: play mat. So, that's funny.
2: Is so, it your mom?
0: No, it's your Elvis. sister. Elvis. Elvish Presley. Yeah. It's actually really let, funny.
1: Let me go look at this playmat.
0: so it's the side event playmat for GP Memphis.
1: Side event playmat? Why do they have side event playmats? I don't
2: know. It's just something that's trying to think you get a playmat.
1: Where is your playmat? Nope, not Gristlebrand.
0: Brand. Gristle Brand.
1: Oh, that's Whispering Wood Elemental.
0: By the oh, way... That's
1: still yeah, Whispering Wood Elemental.
0: Whisper Wood Elemental looks sweet in foil.
1: Yeah, whatever it's called.
0: I picked one up the other day, and it's it's really nice. Also, can we talk Legacy for a minute?
1: Yeah, sure, go ahead, we'll indulge you.
0: How is it that Legacy is such a weird format... Where you can play Death and Texas one week and go four zero and not come remotely close to losing, and then play it the next week and get absolutely destroyed by the same matchups.
1: Because,
2: because Legacy is a flaming pile of horse.
1: Ah, that's actually pretty funny as a play mat. Speaking uh, of, because I don't know,
2: Legacy is just like. Legacy is a format that resolves around Force of Will yeah.
0: Storm and Wasteland
2: If yeah, you're not you're playing right. those three cards You're wrong
0: Well I, I was playing one of those cards
1: No Legacy is about Force of Will And can your deck Win without playing Force of Will
0: a Death and Taxes can
1: Yes So like for example If you don't have Force of Will in your deck And you're playing against Storm And you can't actually hate against them Then you shouldn't be playing that deck
2: Right.
0: But the deck I'm playing has Thalia, and it has, um, Thalia. Richard and Port. Richard and Port, Wasteland. Uh, After board, Rest in Peace really screws over Storm, too.
1: It's just, it's just um, so obnoxious as a deck. Like, let's see, Legacy's weird. You shouldn't have a deck like Death and Taxes. It's a bunch of stupid, dirtle creatures and lands that, in today's magic world, would never, ever, ever be printed.
2: <laughs> if we, if they were to print those in standard again, there would be at least two GQs per GP for somebody getting punched in the face.
0: I mean, Richard and Port, yes, Wasteland, I think is fair. Uh,
1: I, see, I don't think the problem is in standard. Like, if you were to reprint Richard and Port and Wasteland in standard, I mean, people would have to be slightly less greedy with their mana bases, which isn't that big a deal. And, like, with Port, I mean, it's not Legacy where people cut down at lands. In Standard, you play, like, 30 lands in your deck.
0: In Modern, however... Yeah, the I mean,
1: personally, I think they need to do something with Modern, because Modern is... I do, I no longer enjoy it as a format.
0: Well, here's the thing, and this is what worries me about Modern. Uh, Well's just salty because he can't play Chund. Right now, we're in a situation where people are actively rooting for their deck to lose because they're afraid if it wins something will get banned from it now Birthing Pod had to go even its most ardent supporters once they calm down and talk themselves off a ledge will admit that Birthing Pod at some point was going to have to get banned it did
1: yeah it 100% had to get banned so in that way we could tell Travis hey Travis suck it because Birthing Pod got banned that was the reason why it wasn't actually because the card was too good or anything like that. It was just because we wanted to tell Travis,
0: "Suck it." Nobody under the sun is defending Treasure Cruise. <laughs> like, I haven't heard a single person say Treasure Cruise did not need to get banned and mean it.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Treasure Cruise needed to go, but I do think they could have kept Dig.
0: Well, maybe, but I think...
2: Chapin was talking about with uh, Gurmag, Angler versus Tombstalker. Having to pay the two-coloured mana for it, I think, makes it fair.
0: I think if this Protor had been standard, Dig would have stayed. They just didn't want to risk a Protor of nothing but Dig decks.
1: So, fun fact, at least... I I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm hypothesizing here. If this Protor had been standard the number of Gurmag anglers played would, would have, have been, been less lower. than <laughs> this pure turret modern.
0: Although, to be fair, it is a good card in limited.
1: Yeah, we're not talking about limited.
0: <laughs> oh, man, this is so bad. Uh, yeah, so... Wh- how, how do we fix modern, Well, What do you think needs to happen?
1: Actually, two seconds. Has that ever happened that a card is not legal in a format, but still greatly played in at the same Pro Tour?
0: What? Yeah, okay, because like, D- Dig
1: Through Time and Treasure Cruise were, are banned in Modern, so you can't play them. But they're obviously played a ton in the draft portion. Like, did that ever come up before? Because, I mean, like, Intangible Virtue was banned, but it wasn't a fantastic card at Limited. Fine, be that way, don't answer my question. I don't actually understand. Let's go back to fixing modern. Okay, first thing, start unbanning stuff.
2: Blood come off.
0: Yes, probably.
1: I can unbrand ancestral visions, can unban Glimpse of Nature.
0: Oh sure sure whoa 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 whoa. whoa.
2: Yes, please. Elves gonna happen.
0: Elves is right on the verge of being playable. If you unbag right. Glimpse... If you unbag Glimpse, L's is the best deck in the format.
1: But yep. it doesn't have green Sun It doesn't have Quirion Ranger. It doesn't have... Uh, what is it? The insect thing? Halfmaster. In one of the Onslaught sets?
2: Why would Halfmaster?
0: Why, why would Symbiote?
1: Symbiote. That thing. It doesn't have that thing.
0: It doesn't need it.
1: Nope. It doesn't have Natural Order
0: doesn't have guys cradle it doesn't have, have uh, cradle. cord it does have cord
1: yeah cord is slightly worse than natural it also
0: one. doesn't have parish. it doesn't have jite it doesn't have force of will yeah
2: you give that that glimpse it's going to be easily tier 1 if not the best deck in the format i don't buy it
0: also couldn't that deck just play nickthos
2: Probably pet is a one of, maybe a two of.
0: Just like it does with Gaia's Cradle. I mean, it's no Gaia's Cradle. Don't get me wrong. Don't you know? Send me hate hate mail telling me I'm stupid because I think that Nyctos is as good as Gaia's Cradle.
1: Actually, if you want to send them hate mail, go to the SCG Premium side, or sorry, the <laughs> Select side. Go to SCG Select and send all your hate mail there.
0: Are you suggesting that I write for Star City Games or something?
1: Uh, I'm suggesting that if you know you who would be to the, the happiest side... person on the
2: planet if that was true? What? It said you know who would be the happiest person on the planet if, if Chris wrote for Star City Games?
1: Uh, I'm going to guess Chris Lansdale.
2: Todd Anderson. His hate mail would go down dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> he would no longer be the biggest uh, uh, target on the site.
1: No, he would be. He's, that guy's an idiot. He think, he roots for Alabama.
2: Wow. Wow. Who poops
0: on LSU?
1: Wow. Watch it, Travis. There's going to be a beatdown
0: coming your way. Just, you're going to pot into it, are you, Will?
2: <laughs> hey, my brother is in Canada for one more day.
1: Okay, I'm not if sure if you, you know this, but Canada's actually a big country. In fact, it's actually... Larger than the United States So we don't know everyone Who comes to Canada Or is in Canada Just FYI If you tell me that like your brother is in You know Montreal then I'll be like Oh man maybe I'm scared of him But if he's anywhere else I'll be like Yeah that's like far away
0: He's in Saskatoon
1: Yeah that's like far away
0: But he's close to Sarah
1: Yeah she's kind of far away She should be closer to me Anyways so was there like I can't think of any decks that showed up at this pro tour that were actually surprising.
0: Um no. We basically called it. Like, we did record a podcast that didn't actually make it to the airwaves. Yeah, that's and
1: gotta be like the twentieth one.
0: We did call the
2: only surprise was the number of burn decks that were played and the fact that the infect deck was as
0: consistent. Infect was a lot was very surprising. Uh, burn we called. We yes. also called Abzan, but <laughs> so did everybody else.
1: Yeah. Actually, I tested with KYT, and I thought that the Infect deck that he had was very good. So if people came up with something similar to that, then I think Infect would be uh would be a thing. Also, I'm not surprised that there's that many scummy people that play Burn.
0: Well, Burn was a very good choice for this tournament. It has some very powerful cards. Eidolon of the Great Revel is ridiculously good.
1: Yeah, it still does the Siege right now, though.
0: I'm playing it in standard for crying out loud.
1: Oh, you're a terrible person. Shouldn't you be playing Tasker in Standard? I don't think Eidolon of the Great Orville goes in the same deck as Tasker.
0: That's this week. Uh, As you would know if you had read my article on Monday on Star City Games.
2: Uh, Yeah, I only read the premium side of that. I will say that I think both of you were correct that Ugin was a lot better than I thought he was going to be.
0: Yeah, Ugin's very good.
1: Uh, He was nowhere at this pro tour, though.
0: Not in the top decks, I don't think. I didn't look at the 18 points or better decks to search for it.
1: Me neither. I think KRT was in that list, though. Yeah, he was. There's also no Team Geist deck, Mr. Scotty Mac.
0: No, and that's not really surprising. I don't like the way they've gone with the deck. I don't like Lingering Souls in it.
1: <laughs> I saw that. I was so confused. I'm like... They told me, they're like, yeah, everyone's running around with, cause I asked why there's a godless shrine in the deck. I was like, is it really the engineer explosives at four? And they're like, no, there's a bunch of people running around with ghost quarters and fulminator mages. I was like, okay, so why, like, isn't that a reason not to play that? And they're like, look at the sideboard, and there's a lingering souls. I just thought, why?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it myself. It's not like you're pumping the tokens.
1: No. They're just kind of there.
0: Like, I know that slot has been troublesome. They were trying Monastery Mentor, but... I think Monastery Mentor, if you're going to put it in that style deck, replaces Geist.
1: I played Monastery Mentor, and yeah, not a fan.
0: I love the card.
1: I mean, it was... Like, if you got into play and it was did something, then it was fine. But there's a lot of the time where you just... Like, you're playing an instant speed deck... That has to hold mana up on a regular basis, and Monastery Mentor just, like, made too many three drops that forced you to hold mana, that forced you to not cast anything.
2: I agree. So. I do have a question for you guys.
1: Oh man. Is it something about, do we know Sarah from Canada? Cause I actually do know a few Sarahs from Canada, but probably not the one you're thinking about.
2: No, that wasn't my question. Okay. Where do you go next? if you're building for modern. Uh, because one of the cards at the top of my list right now is Thundermaw Hellkite.
0: Yeah, that's very good. i I'm think you...
2: there may be finally room for a Naya deck to slip in.
0: I
1: play Thundermaw Hellkite in Junt.
0: I love Naya. I love the idea of Naya. I love the idea of Domri Raid coming back, too. Uh, I want Anger of the Gods in any deck I build.
1: I think my feeling about Naya is if it's not good enough for Kibler... It's probably terrible.
2: I mean, I just I just want to jam Domri and a Corsair Prefix.
0: Yeah, yeah. That could be good, yes. But Corsair... I've been toying around for a while with the idea of a deck that runs solid, big, green creatures that don't die to anger of the gods and then just main deck anger of the gods. Because I think Burning Tree Shaman is one of the... Most underrated cards around right now.
2: Yep, I've already got it in my my stock list I'm working on.
0: So good. Yeah. Is
1: that a four four?
0: It's a three four for three.
2: Three four for three that punishes them for any activated ability.
1: Yeah, I know what the ability is. I don't know what the power toughness was on it. Now, can I ask you a question? Serious question. Are you just playing Naya so that you can play Aurelia's Fury?
0: Because I yeah, feel well, like your deck could probably. Bad. You know, I think I know where you're going. This could be Jund, and it could play Tassica Uh,
1: wait, where was I? Where was I going?
0: You were telling, you were asking Travis why he was playing Naya.
1: Oh, yeah. Is it play Jund? Is that what Chris said? Play Jund. Although if Chris says it, then playing Jund is probably wrong. Christopher, you better not corrupt Jund, because if you ruin Jund, uh, there will be severe repercussions for this
0: well. Do you play any mana dogs in Junt? Uh,
1: okay. If you're gonna ask dumb questions, then I'm allowed to ask dumb questions.
2: His one drop is Thoughtseize. And Lightning Vault. Yes.
1: And Death Rate Shaman. At least he used to be. Yeah. Poor Death Rate Shaman. Poor oh. one out for my homies.
0: One mana Planeswalkers. Who knew they were unfair? Yes. Possibly so. there were
2: people who looked at that card and thought, eh, it's not that good. <laughs>
0: right? Hmm, a one mana creature with three abilities that doesn't die to most one drops. Nah, no, that's not good.
1: It's not good. Like, you need stuff in your graveyard, and if you don't have stuff in your graveyard, then just, or your opponent's graveyard, then it just doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, because there's lots of magic games that happen like that.
1: Tons! <laughs> you know how often I cast a Termoglyph and it's like a zero one uh, I'm never? like, what the hell? It actually happens more often than you think.
2: Yeah, I do it all the time. There's a lot of times
1: I cast Tar. There's like eight cards in the yard, and I cast Tarmogoyf, and it's a 2-3. And I was like, really? Stupid not having stuff in the yard.
0: Yeah, that's true. But But then they
1: cast something like uh, Spellskite, and then I kill it, and then Tarmogoyf gets big.
0: That's one of the reasons I hate uh, playing against Tarmogoyf decks with Death and Taxes and Legacy. Because you just go, like, Spirit of the Labyrinth, and they abrupt decay it, and then the spirit then there of is, like, fat, fat.
1: Yep. Tarmogorff is a big fatty. Hey. He's, he's all, like, aw, oh, nom, 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 he's nom, just
0: oh, big nom, 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 He's very sensitive about his weight. He's going to smack you in the face now.
1: So how much is Tarmogorff worth now? Like, $300? Oh, God, I
0: didn't want to think about it. It's Funny story. Hard. How much do you think a, a Wiltleaf leech costs right now?
2: Twenty-five dollars.
0: Uh, Forty. Thirty-two bucks.
2: I need just so on.
0: Remember when Kibler had that uh, breakout deck? I think it was a GP Chicago, the one that Jacob Wilson, yeah, won, and everybody started running on Wiltleaf Leeges Yeah, I bought a play set of foils for thirty bucks, and I still have them. Thirty bucks and, each? Quickly. No total.
1: <laughs> Travis, I'll give you five dollars for your play set of Wiltleaf Leeges uh, no. They're just going to crash. You know they are.
2: Exactly. So I'd sell them for as much as possible right now.
1: No, you should sell them to me, because they already crashed. I just checked on TCG Player. They're $5 each, Travis. So I'm giving you a good deal. Hey, how much did I say I was giving you? $3? Yes, am giving you a good deal. Anyway,
0: shut up, what, so, Travis, would you be on Naya if you had a modern tournament to play tomorrow, or would you play something, you know, actually good?
2: Um, it's not so much as anything that's actually good or not. It's that I haven't got to test modern since, I mean, every modern actual tournament outside of, like, FNM that I've played, I've played Pod, so I haven't really tested a lot outside of Pod. Um, I did some red, white, blue, so I would probably try to come up with a red, white, blue that doesn't totally die to
1: it really is Fury in it?
2: Maybe. Just
0: keep playing Pod. Oh, right, my bad.
2: I thought about playing Pod with four chords in place, but I've heard that that's not going to work.
1: Wait, why can't you play Pod?
2: Because some morons banned it.
1: Oh. The same I'd people
2: say- that banned Bloodbraid Elf and Death uh, Deathrite Shaman.
1: Okay don't even try and sympathize with me so those cards have been gone for way too long
0: here's a question sure would modern fundamentally break if they change the rule about cards printed in supplemental sets Yes
1: um I think they need to change the rule and have it not be an eternal format
0: do you want it to rotate yeah no well let's get we'll get to that in a minute that, that, well okay they won't make, I
2: mean, it's not modern anymore. They could make another format that does that.
0: No, we don't need another format. We
2: need, we need an eternal-ish format.
0: Well, let's stick with the initial question before I'm we start I'm pretty sure there's legacy
2: and there. vintage, Travis. I know you're into The I thing Island. about those is you can't reprint for them. We need an eternal-ish format that you can have reprints for.
0: Everybody shut up. Okay. If we change the rule so that cards that were first printed in supplemental sets are legal in modern... Yes. Obviously, you have to ban the conspiracies
1: yes and true name
2: nemesis
0: I don't think you do
2: ok fine
0: uh, what what card in there breaks modern
2: uh, what's that little white creature
0: that containment was priest? priest containment priest
2: yes that would be very good
0: It wouldn't. it's a 2-2 it doesn't break modern
2: I don't know about breaking but
1: how is it very fit. good
0: well it stops lingering souls
1: no it doesn't yes it does it says non-token
0: does it? Yes. Are you sure about that? What <laughs> <laughs> the... Have I'm you been cheating? No. Oh wow! What do you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've only you're ever a judge, aren't you? I've only ever played it against Reanimator, so and Sneak and Show. <laughs> so it's also not good against Splinter Twin, is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not good against Splinter Twin. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that could be legal in modern. I I don't really see like what deck does it hate on.
0: Uh, Reanimator.
1: Okay, what deck that actually exists does it hate on?
0: I mean, it, it doesn't been, hate on
1: Abzan. It doesn't hate on Burn. Would have been really good
0: while Pod was around. Yeah.
1: Right, so it hates on a deck that will never exist again.
0: It also hates on Restoration Angel.
1: Uh, Good point. Is
0: Baleful Strix... Baleful Strix is a very, very good card. I don't think it's the kind of card that could ever break a format.
1: You know one of the most problematic cards would probably be Shardless Agent.
0: That I would probably agree with, yeah. Definitely. Although... What's the best thing you can cascade into if we don't unban Visions?
1: Hypergenesis. That's banned. Hypergenesis.
0: Living in? Well, that deck already exists, though. Like, having Shardless Agent wouldn't make it any better. Yeah,
1: but me. you can cast Bloodbraid Elf into Shardless Agent, and shut up. Will. To um, what well, would those colors want to play?
0: Just stop. Well, just just stop.
1: Probably Uh eh, you probably couldn't own bad Ancestral Visions then I don't know, is there any good cards in these supplemental sets? Like, you'd have Flusterstorm
0: which you would have I Flusterstorm mean,
1: Like, Flusterstorm is not particularly relevant
0: It's no better than Mindbreak Trap, is it?
1: Uh, Mindbreak Trap is the best
0: We get five new Planeswalkers mm, The only one of which that might see play would be Frailies, I think
1: I mean, at least you'd have a format that has Soren Ugin, and Nahiri in it for some flavor, story-wise.
0: Yeah, if, if you have all three on the board, Eldrazi coming into the battlefield.
1: Damn, it's like a Containment <laughs> Priest, but only for Eldrazi.
0: It just ruins Tron. It's just like you get all three of them on the board and Tron loses the game. What are they,
1: odds they What are the odds they print a Nahiri Planeswalker card in one of the sets? 100%.
0: The odds that they print a what? Nahiri. The White Walker from the,
1: uh, the, the... The Lithomancer. Yeah,
0: that's that's 100% happening.
1: Or Stoneforge Walker.
0: In fact, it's probably happening in Dragons of Tarkir.
1: That's what I think. Travis, imagine if they reprinted Birthing Pod in Dragons of Tarkir. And then they banned it <laughs> in Standard. <laughs> uh, that
2: would be good. You know who played Birthing Pod a lot in Standard? Me. I did. Chris
0: Flaynes, though. <laughs> yes, and and William Blondin.
1: Yeah, it's actually funny. You, you don't, I don't think you played any Birthing Pod in Standard.
0: Nah, uh, I did a little bit. <laughs> the two of us played it, like, out the EGA.
1: Ja- yeah, Travis was just the tip kind of guy.
0: Yeah, whereas but Will kept getting blown out by cards like Lost in the Mist.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that totally happened.
0: <laughs> So, yeah, I cannot think of anything that's in those sets that would break modern. I'd have to go
2: back and look at them again.
1: There has to be something. Like, one thing. Like a... uh, I don't know. I don't even know what's in those sets.
0: What the hell? uh, Council's Judgment would be pretty good. Yeah, that'd be fun. And Unexpectedly Absent.
1: On a side note, I don't know who the idiot is, but someone just invited me to join Starbucks. Like, I'm sorry people, I go to Starbucks every day. I don't need to join Starbucks. Dummies. I mean, True Name Nemesis would be slightly annoying, I guess, but blue isn't really a thing in modern, so... It wouldn't really what, be a problem. What
0: do you need to do to fix blue? Uh,
1: unban
2: everything.
0: Different fluster store.
1: Unban Jace.
2: I don't think it, any of those things... Really, I think it needs some way to combat the one-for-one-ness of Absen. It needs a really good card draw.
0: I think it needs well, a reality shift. Oh, wait! For one, what?
1: No. For one, you can unbend Jace. Because, let's see. No. Against Abzin, no. uh Jace is no, no. match for a seed Dryno. No. Against Burn, Jace is terrible. No. Against Splinter Twin... Jace would probably just make Travis get an even bigger boner when watching Splinter's Wind Mirrors.
0: No, just not. Do you know, right now, how much Jace costs? $100. Yes. Do you know how much Jace would cost if it were unbanned in Modern?
1: Uh, I'm hoping that the From the Vaults would be at least 250
0: They cannot ever unban Jace the Mind Sculptor in Modern unless,
2: unless they, they b- plan to immediately reprint him in Standard
0: there was a time when I thought Jace Standard would not have been broken that time has passed it's broken right now uh,
1: I'm pretty sure and by pretty sure I mean this is total wild speculation but Jace the Mind Sculptor definitely reprinted in M's not so 16 more origins
2: no, That's the other thing we can discuss. Origins.
0: No, there's not really anything to discuss. Oh, the, the Liliana art looks cool.
1: Uh, uh, I actually have a quick thought on that, though. Because what exactly are the Planeswalkers in that set going to be? Like, personally, I hope they go like old school Planeswalkers and print like an Urza Planeswalker card and a Bo Levar Planeswalker card and stuff like that. Lord because... Windgrace. And what?
0: Lord Windgrace.
1: Oh, okay, I heard Whimper. I was like, I don't think that is a Planeswalker card. That may be someone's cat's name, but it's not a Planeswalker. But yes, so so like, I mean, are they going to really print like, it's an origin story, right? Mm -hmm. So it'd be cool to kind of have like Planeswalkers like Liliana or Jace as like legendary creatures.
0: That's what they're going to be, no question. Yeah,
2: I think they're going to be Flipwalkers.
0: No, they're not. You mean double, double face? Because they're not making flip cards anymore.
2: Yeah, double. Either double face, or they're going to have some mechanic that it starts out as a legendary creature and it levels up, and then you go search for a planeswalker and put it into play.
0: Or they're like quest cards where you have to perform a certain thing, and then the card becomes a planeswalker, like it, they, the spark ignites or something. Right. Which could be an interesting mechanic, or could just be incredibly annoying.
1: It sounds incredibly annoying.
0: Probably incredibly
2: annoying. Could happen from the the two artworks we've seen the three artworks we've seen so far. I think Liliana's gonna be white. Yeah as a creature. I think Jace may be green.
0: No, Jace is still gonna be blue.
1: You know what is probably gonna happen one hundred percent based on those arts? Again, wild speculation, but one hundred percent accurate. They're gonna print at planes, I have the planeswalker card of Stormcrow.
0: Oh, shut up! <laughs> you're not funny and you're not clever. I don't. I, of the four, five planeswalkers they mentioned, so it's Nissa, Jace, Gideon. Was it Gideon? It was Nissa, Jace, Liliana, Chandra. Who was the fifth one? I think
2: it was Gideon.
1: They yeah. can't print another Ajani card. We already have like eight of them.
0: Yeah, but this is going to be a legend. It's true. But what. You know what would
1: be real sweet if they printed a Nicol Bolas legend and what, an Ugin legend? What's
0: There's already a Nicol Bolas legend, you idiot.
1: No, but like an actual <laughs> playable magic card.
0: But what's the black one of those going to be?
1: Uh, Koth?
0: Uh, no, what's the black Planeswalker legend going to be in that set? Gideon, maybe? Is Gideon black? Mm-hmm
1: no Gideon's a white dude
0: or Chandra um, maybe
1: Chandra's a white chick
0: you stop it you're not, okay, not awesome.
2: I could see Gideon being redeemed and becoming white as a storyline
0: yeah that's a possibility or Chandra like trading in her fascination with death for a fascination with fire maybe I don't know
1: I don't like it no it's definitely not Chandra
0: um it could be Jace.
1: You know, would be a super sweet black planeswalker card,
0: what?
1: which is technically not a planeswalker, but it would still be super sweet. Yoggmoth.
0: Oh yeah. But yeah, it can't happen because Phyrexians can't hold a spot. And they're not going to change that.
2: Yoggmoth ever actually made Phyrexian? Then. He is no. Phyre- Wait. What? No, he was. He was. He was one of the Thrawn I, know, I don't think he ever was made complete, was he?
0: Yes. That's why he can't have a spark. If he can have a spark, the metaverse would be... The multiverse, sorry, would be screwed. Although he, he's also dead.
1: That too. In Erbord.
0: So, you know, you're supposed
2: to tell us when you use the air quotes, Chris. Spoiler alert. I mean... He we, dies.
0: We have an on-screen death. His tomb is a card.
2: <laughs> yes but I mean have you either have you read the book for Judgment Uh, uh
1: you, you think mean like so? the scale set long ago yeah
2: I think what is it who's the one that becomes the, uh, when they combine Jessica and
0: A cro- somebody, uh, like, oh what Corona Falsco yeah
2: yeah. in the book she senses his essence in Urborg is it still there it speaks to her
0: of course his essence is still there he was one of the most powerful things that ever lived
2: well, exactly, they have an end to bring
0: him back. They would be crazy to bring back Yolgmoth. No, they actually wouldn't, but I don't think it's going to happen.
2: I don't, well, I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon, but...
0: Hmm.
2: I mean, at this point, Bolas is doing something tricky.
0: <laughs> that's that's yes. the default setting, isn't it?
2: <laughs> the Phyrexians are about to leave Mirrodin. No Phyrexians. What, we got the Eldrazi about to rampage?
0: Everything is sort of set on tenterhooks, isn't it? I, I don't... No, the, the, the Phyrexians aren't leaving Meriden. They
2: already have, didn't
0: they? No. Um, there's I a rebel the faction. The The red Phyrexians, the red-aligned Phyrexians are get growing restless down in the furnace layer, and that's where the rebels have taken up refuge. And you've got Elspeth in the Underworld... Mm -hmm. and a bunch of angry gods on Theros I think Dragons of Tarkir is going to be really friggin' interesting because does changing the timeline as it relates to two incredibly powerful Planeswalkers affect the whole multiverse or just Tarkir?
2: Are we going to get one drop and two drop dragons in Dragons of Tarkir?
0: I can't see it myself. Three maybe. We've had three drop dragons before but I can't see a two drop or a one drop dragon that's just that's just crazy talk that's asking for trouble like there is there is a one drop dragon in one of the m sets right slumbering dragon uh, yes and of course there's murtval I'm I'm for the first time I can honestly say I'm super interested to see where the story goes like Theris had some powerful cards but the story didn't really captivate me this story does
2: I agree. I think it's more captivating than Theros for sure.
0: And if we're going to see the origin stories of some of the most iconic Planeswalkers... uh, Like, you can't have a set with no Planeswalkers. Wizards have said they're not going to do that. But it's possible that we don't get all five, maybe? We get, like, two or three Planeswalkers who are mentors to some of the the ones that we know and love? Hmm. Or maybe we get some pre-mending ones...
2: Can you think of any um, high profile reprints we're gonna get? That just need to be in the last core set?
0: Uh, I'd like both Lightning Bolt and Mana Leak.
2: I'd like Wrath of God.
0: I don't see that happening. They don't they are trying to get away from the Can't Be Regenerator. That's why we haven't seen Damnation, despite having like four sets it would have fit perfectly in.
1: We got Crux of fate instead
0: That card's pretty good
1: Yes It's no damnation, but you know
0: It I d- happens I did have a lot of fun uh, We had a the TCG Player uh, Appreciation Weekend On Saturday and I played Mono Red Devotion
1: Did you appreciate TCG Player? Because that seems like it would conflict with your Contract with Star City
0: I don't actually have a contract with Star City
1: um I'm pretty sure you do. It's signed in blood.
0: That's a good cut.
2: Um you pay for play.
0: I uh I had a lot of fun with an Ashcloud Phoenix and a Stormbreath Dragon in play against my blue black control opponent who I knew had Crux of Fate in hand. That was uh, actually quite amusing. I'm definitely gonna see- print
1: some
2: more dragons to make it sort of the drawback actually relevant.
1: You guys saw? You guys watched the limited match with Crux of Fate in it? That was super sweet.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Oh, someone had a. I guess it was a Silumgar in limited. Mm-hmm. What was the other? What's the other black dragon? The black no, Baron sure. one? No, oh, definitely Silumgar. Yeah, no, they had a they had a Silumgar in limited, with Crux of Fate.
0: So I've been playing a little bit of this draft format online. I have. Every single game I have lost, not match, every single game I have lost yes. in this format has been to Silumgar. Uh,
1: every single game that I've lost in this format was due to drawing 12 lands in my 16 land mon- uh, aggro deck.
0: <laughs> Silumgar is not a fun card in, in Limited. It really isn't.
1: I mean, it depends.
0: You can race like, it.
1: If you. Enjoy playing against cards that are miserable to play with, then it's pretty fun.
0: It, it, also, if is, you're
1: if you're playing Silumgar, then it's pretty fun.
0: If the pilot is semi competent, the card is almost unbeatable because they have removal to stop you from racing it. You can never block and kill it. Your really only hope is to draw the Merciless Executioner or Crackling Doom.
1: What does Merciless Executioner do? It's oh, like, that's the sack one. Yeah, you can also dead drop it.
0: Yeah, but all of the cards that get rid of it happen to be in the colors that the Silumgar player is in. Yeah, good point. Hmm. It's, it's a very frustrating card to play against. Which is why I want to play it in standard. Do you now? I do, it's cool. I suppose. Plus I have foils, so. uh,
1: Of course. Good old <laughs> Lansdale and his weird foils obsession.
0: So well, have you? What are you? When are you playing next? Like, have you got any decks in the pipeline that you're enjoying?
1: Um, I would like to play this Saturday, though I may not be uh, able to due to a scheduling. Uh, yeah, something may have, may or may not have come up, but I really would like to play modern. But like, we enjoy it, and I don't feel that way. Like this PT was. Honestly, really terrible.
0: No, I don't agree that it was terrible. I think the matches were very good. There was some great action. I think what it has done and what it says about the meta game is <laughs> discouraging.
1: No, I mean don't get me wrong, it was greatly it was time. greatly enjoyable watching a watching the uh Amulet Bloom deck, especially when he won through uh Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic
0: man. I have been on the opposite end of that playing uh, white green hate bears in modern and your opponent goes gifts ungiven and you're ha flash it even mind sensor and then card one in, of the four is on burial rites and card three is Iona
1: I think my favorite quote about it was let me see if I can find it it's by Mr. Brian Kibler hmm. it's got to be around here somewhere no, 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 no. Oh there we go. Even and mind sensor does not grant protection from bullshit. <laughs>
0: so true.
1: And then one of my favorite comments in the uh in the I guess response to it was I want a protection from bullshit card on an unhinged on an uncard.
0: <laughs> Travis, what were you saying about it? About what? Modern. Or the the Pro Tour, or whatever it was you were trying to talk about.
2: I think the Pro Tour made me disappointed in pros because they didn't really seem to try to do anything outside the box.
0: (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: Just take the decks that were already there, and instead of putting the time in to find something new, just to...
0: I have two words for you, sir. Gumag Angler. Or outside of Chapin. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, we don't know what they tried and found to be poor to be fair. Yeah, you know, they could have I'm sure that there were people trying and discarding decks that just weren't good enough. I know uh somebody mentioned that they tried a deck with Alesha. And I did see someone else talking about a deck. kunio uh, was talking about something and I, I, I wish I could remember the details of it now, but it sounded incredibly fun and then he said it was terrible. Oh, yeah, it ran uh, Cruel Ultimatum.
1: <laughs> it not only like Cruel Ultimatum.
0: Before we wrap this up, what are the most powerful cards that I'm not seeing any player mod in right now?
1: Well, I can answer that question for Travis's side. His, he will say Aurelius Fury.
0: <sighs> what do you think? Um. I, I, I think Disciple of the Vault's right up there.
2: I can see that. I mean, it really needs the artifact lands, but...
1: I think the most powerful card not seen play right now is... Jace the Mind Sculptor, probably?
0: Okay, legal card.
1: Well, it's legal and vintage and standard. And, uh... The other... A legacy.
0: I'm, I'm talking about in modern, as you well know. Fine. Um... I mean, are you talking about just
2: based on this Pro Tour or overall? Well, just Pro there Tour. wasn't a lot of uh, Restoration Angel or Snapcaster at this Pro Tour, and both of those are extremely powerful cards.
0: I mean, Tezzeret, Agent of Bolas also it is along the same lines. Yeah, I have
2: an idea for him. I would definitely play if I, I had them online. But they're like fifty plus piece.
1: Higetsu's second right. That card says you win the game if your opponent is at 10 life. I didn't know that we had is a,
0: Jacob Wilson on this podcast.
1: That is a very powerful okay.
0: effect. Simmer down, Jacob. Simmer down. How about all five swords? The swords are less powerful without a way to tutor them up.
2: Aether Vile. Yeah. I mean, Eighth. how good would the black-green sword have been in all this absent crap?
0: Oh, God, yes. Aether Vial's a really good call, Will. Uh, Merfo plays it, obviously.
2: Yeah, but like, there's no.
1: I mean, I you guys probably remember the Shouta deck from like the first Players Championship. Yep. Where like just absolutely abused of Aether Vial. I think de- like yep. I think in terms of power, that's probably the most powerful card in in the format. Like not seeing. I mean, aside for obviously Murfolk, which is I mean a fine deck, but nothing to write home to your parents about. Um, that's uh pretty much it.
2: I mean, the thing about Aether Vials is really, there's no counter spells to fear, so that sort of takes away some of its power.
0: Yeah, but you you do have the ability to vial in a flick wisp or a Restoration Angel in response to activating Mangara.
1: Okay, um, let's just stick with stuff like Eternal Witness and not whatever nonsense Chris just said.
0: Uh, what about Through the Breach?
1: I don't think you can Aethervile in a Through the Breach.
0: I like Aetherviling in Eternal Witness, I really do.
1: Mm. Uh, Through the Breach seems to see some play.
0: Yeah, in the Grizzlebrand um, Goya's Vengeance decks. Grizzlebrand.
2: We finally got to see Bitter Blossom show up.
1: Uh, Jeez. Yeah. That was just sad.
0: Okay, so hands up if you were surprised that Craig Wesko was playing a tokens deck with a lot of white cards in it. Wow, nobody has their hand up. That's not
1: true. I have my... Oh, wait, no, that's not up. My bad. <laughs> it, it was down. I thought it was the opposite direction.
0: Wow, I don't even want to know what you're thinking about. Um, also, Willie Adel was on Abzan. Take a drink. And Patrick Dickman was on Twin. Take a drink.
1: And Patrick Shampoon was on Nonsense. Take a drink.
0: Come <laughs> what the hell man alright you know what I don't think there's a better place to leave this podcast than on Kermak Angler so Angler Travis random moment of geekery go
2: I'm abstaining from the random moment of geekery why it's because I've been looking at messed up stuff all night and I don't want to, spoil, to send it out into the world
1: Okay, I'll do Travis's random one with a Geekery Forum. Travis is really, really excited that um, Fifty Shades of Grey is coming out this weekend. Which the only thing I have to say to that is just be a man and watch actual hardcore porn on the internet like everyone else.
2: Tell that to all the women that will be there. Tell I watch hardcore porn. I
1: I have honestly told that to most of the women who have said <laughs> that they plan on getting tickets for. Uh, it, in fact, one of my friends of over brunch brunch on this Sunday told me that, oh, we got tickets as a group to go see 50 Shins no, Grey. And I was like, you know, there's actually hardcore porn on the internet that's free. So, yeah. This is not happening. This is 100% happening. I think one thing I, I, deal with it.
2: One thing I will admit, I'm a big reader, so I thought, okay, I'll try to read this. I got about 20 pages in. I'm like, oh, my goodness. How did this make hundreds of millions of Travis, dollars?
0: Travis, Travis. What? Still a better love story than Twilight No
2: you know what it is You know the story right
0: <laughs> No I don't want to know the story All I know is that if I go to the cinema The night that opens and stand out in the lobby As it's about to let out I'll probably get somebody
2: <laughs> i is uh, Chris, It's like trying to op- pick up a chick From an abortion clinic Chris
0: <laughs> Whoa Whoa <laughs> Yeah, I mean, slightly less dangerous.
2: Well, the thing about Fifty Sages of Grey was it started out as a Twilight fanfic.
0: What? Yes.
2: (laughs) Then then she turned it into its own book and made ungodly amounts of money.
0: I don't want to live on this planet anymore.
1: Travis, you should probably uh, say that you just made that story up and you didn't actually know (laughs) That's true. Because knowing that is very shameful.
0: Well,
2: random moment of gickery. Go. Does, does this mean I get to do Will's random moment of geekery since he did mine? Go for it.
1: N- no, no. Yes. no. Yes. Uh, I ordered oh, I uh, an iPhone case online. Wow. That's that you can hard. use a custom. Well, calm down. You can use custom pictures, no. and I you use the MTGO Black Lotus art. Did it crash? No, no. My phone actually still works quite nicely. Okay. But yes. So I now have an iPhone uh, case cover. That uh, has the MTGO Black Lotus Which is pretty sweet Also there's uh, A new TV show Called Better Call Saul That is on that is pretty sweet And you should check it out And The Walking Dead was also back Uh So this was a relatively good Week for TV If you exclude the fact That Jon Stewart ripped out our heart And tore it in a million pieces
0: Yes that was terribly sad but you know what? You've missed the most important random moment of geekery of the entire week. Spider-Man to the Marvel Comics universe! We're uh-huh. going to get Civil War in a movie!
1: Oh my be black. god! And it's going to be black.
0: I don't really care. <laughs> I just want to see, see Spider-Man in the movie with the Avengers
2: and Wolverine. I don't think you're going to get Wolverine.
0: Well, can they do Civil War without Wolverine? Wasn't he kind of key?
2: I'm pretty sure
1: sure Wolverine's in everything, Travis. Hugh Jackman needs that money. So, can you imagine a world where Hugh Jackman isn't Wolverine?
2: Yes. It is fast approaching.
1: It's never going to happen. Hugh Jackman's going to be Wolverine till the day he dies. Well, if he's
0: Wolverine, he
1: dies. It's never going to
0: happen.
1: Actually, he'll probably die. But also, Patrick Stewart is going to be Professor X till the day he dies. Which, as it so happens, Patrick Stewart is never going to die.
0: He can't. He's too cool.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure he is aged zero years in forever.
0: He's a lich. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Uh, it's, I am perfectly okay with that.
1: It's actually not that. It's the fact that he's British and consumes a copious amount of Earl Grey tea.
0: Hot tea. Oh, great. Hot. So good. Alright, on that note, let's wrap this baby up. Wait, did you give us a random moment to Kikri? Yes, Star Wars. No, wait. What? Who? Spider-Man. Marvel. Civil War. Yay. Fine. Be that way. I am that way. I was born this way. Lady Gaga reference. You were... So let's wrap this baby up. So for Will and for Travis, this is Chris saying, join us again next time for another exciting episode of Board of Notions. Brutal
1: Horde Chief.
0: I'm waking up to ash and dust. I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust. I'm breathing in. Become the catholic code. Yeah.